All right. We're going to read Matthew chapter 2, um, verses 1 to 12. Um, my prayer, Lord, is that you would just speak to your people and that I would just be a vessel and a tool and that you would speak directly to your people and that our hearts will be ready to receive your word, not my word, but your word. Does anybody want to read? Does anyone else want to read? Anyone else want to read? Go on, Abby. Yeah, to, yeah, to 12. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who had been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of, Ju of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come a ruler, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise man, determined from them what time the start came. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child, and when you have found him, bring back word to me, that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them. Till they came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, gold frankincense, and myrrh. And being divinely warned in a dream they, that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country in other way. Excellent. Praise him. So um, this is the story about the visit of the wise men to... Um, Jesus, the baby, the child. Um, so there's like three key characters in this text that are called out. So you have Herod, you have the wise men, also known as the Magi, and you have um, the scribes and the high priests. So if you start with <coughs> the high priests, um, they're mentioned in verse 4. When Herod calls him and says, hey, like, what's going on? So he cries on them. And they tell him, actually, where the birth, where the, the Jesus is going to be born, the king. So in verse 5, they told him, he'll be in Bethlehem of the Jia, for so it's written by the prophets. And verse 6 talks about um, that prophets. So one thing that I want to call out is that these high priests and these scribes, for those who don't know, scribes are um, teachers of the law. They're like, well-versed within the Old Testament. So they knew where Jesus was going to be born. And they hear in this excitement about some wise men who are saying, oh, we believe he's going to be born and we're seeing a star. So my key thing for us to take away is this, that we don't want to be like the scribes and the high priests where we know the word, where we know the information, where we're well-versed in the text. But when you get a sign that the manifestation of the word is actually going to happen, they don't get excited by it. So they, they, they were well-informed, but they weren't excited like the wise men were to go and see 
where this king was going to where this king was going to get born. Mm-hmm. So our takeaway is that we won't be like the Pharisees, we won't be like the scribes, but we just know the word. Mm-hmm. But we will be those who will be excited by the word when we're seeing the word being formed and manifested. Mm-hmm. So now when we look at Herod, so in this there's there's quite a few Herods in the Bible, just talking about Herod the Great. So just to give you some background, Herod was um, was king of the Jews. By so the Romans allowed Herod to be like the king of the Jews, king of Judea. This is like known as Herod the Great. So that's actually information about him. If you go into Wikipedia, which is what I did, um, he was a Edomite who started to follow the Jewish cultures. So we're seen as someone that isn't a Jew by birth, but was following the Jewish cultures. But here he was known as Herod the Great, king of the Jews. And so here you see that he, when he hears about this news of a king is being a king is being born by these wise men. In verse three, it says, "When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him." And my question, I guess, is why was he troubled? Um, if you go back to what I said, the Romans put him in charge to be king of the Jews. And the wise men are coming saying, the king of the Jews is being born. Yeah? And so, if I was king of the Jews and somebody was telling me that, hey, the king of the Jews is being born, I can, I can imagine why, you know, somebody would be wild and troubled. And this Herod was also was known as someone that, um, if he was worried about someone, he would kill. He, he, kill, he killed a lot of his family members, um, when you look at him historically. And so, my question is that, for a lot of us, sometimes we're king of our own lives. And that sometimes we can see we want to be in charge. King Herod wants to be in charge. And he saw Jesus as a rival to himself. You know what I mean? So Jesus is not our rival. He is our king. And it's about us in terms of giving him full rulership and ownership of him. And also you see a pretense in Herod as well. Herod says to the wise men, when you find him, let me know so I can come and worship him. You know what I mean? But he actually wanted to um, kill him. And so our lesson to take away from Herod is that one, we don't see Jesus as a rival. We're not hostile to him because we're going to say, we're going to actually say that he is our king. That he is, he is of a superior rank to us. And also we're not going to be a, a person of, of pretense in terms of where we say, yep, I want to worship him. Yep, I want to follow him. Yep, I want to obey him. But when there's no truth in it. In terms of when we say yes, it means yes. When we say no, it means no. We're going to be people of the people whose words have value. Mm. So now if we go to the wise men, um, a lot of people say there's three wise men. Um, here it just says wise men, so we don't know the actual numbers. But I think a lot of people connect it to you because there's three gifts. That's why there's three wise men. But let's go with what we know. It's wise men, full stop, plural. So let's go with that. Um, here it's very clear. They have a clear focus um, where is he? So I'm talking, this is verse one. Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it arose and I've come to worship him. Clear objective. They're looking for a king because they want to worship him. They're looking for the king of the Jews because they want to worship him. Clear, that's what they're about. And then they go to Jerusalem. And here's another key thing as well. They're in Jerusalem, yeah? Jerusalem is the, uh, the main city of Israel. And they're like, hey, like we're looking for the king of the Jews. Do you guys know where he is? 
no one else seems to be excited by the same level of excitement that they have. Yeah. Yeah. They've come, think about it, they've come to the key city where most of the Jews are saying, hey guys, where is the king of the Jews? Like, hey, what's up? What are you talking about? Let me go and ask the Pharisees, let me go and ask the Pharisees and the, the scribes and the high priests. High priests are like, well, the word says if there is, if the word, the word says it'll be born, it'll be born over there. That same level of excitement that they had to seek, to seek, I was talking about seeking, to seek for the king to worship him, they didn't have, but they did have it. Um, when we look at verse 10, they rejoiced when they saw the star. Where's verse 10? When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. So they were using the star as a signpost to kind of give them direction in terms of where the king was. And whenever we're being guided by God, whether that is through our neighbour, through his word, we should get excited because we're being led. I mean, we should be excited that we're being led by him. And in verse 11, when they get to him, they worshipped him. And then we, we mentioned also what worship means. Worship means that you, you prostrate, you bow down. You bow down because you're saying this person is of a is of a higher rank than me. They are my Lord. And this is why, you know, when we come here and say we worship, it's not just through song. It's like it's through our heart and that we see him as he is our Lord. That's why we obey him in terms of just talking about a king, a king when the king opens his, being ready for the king to open his mouth. And I believe that as we come to him and we worship him, we prostrate to him, we then give him space to come and talk. And when the king talks, we obey. And this is um, a key thing for us is that we don't choose what we obey. When the king opens his mouth, we obey it all. Even the things that we find tricky, even the things that we find hard, we will obey because we will be known as people that do hard things. And the, the, and the, the, what I love about the Lord is that he empowers us to obey him through his spirit. So once again, it's not through our own strength, but he empowers us, and enables us to obey him. And then finally, they are obedient. So Herod says, when you find him, come make sure you come and tell me, yeah? But then they have a dream. Once they have a dream to say, don't go to Herod. They're obedient to their dream. Don't forget, this guy's called Herod the Great, yeah? King Herod. And so, and we will always choose to obey the Lord, no matter what man says. No matter how big, no, no matter how big the man looks, no matter how important the man looks, we will always choose to obey. Um, this story shows clearly for those who are willing to seek him, that they will find him. You know what I mean? And, and I'm here to say that if you seek him with all your heart, you will definitely find him. Yeah. We will be like the wise men who will go the distance. We will be like the wise men who will not be swayed by any element of authority. Yeah. And we'll be like the wise men that when, we, that when we do see Jesus, that we will worship him and we will bow down. And it talks about um, where is this place of worshiping? We're worshiping the spirit and in truth. That place is within us. That place that we're worshiping is within our hearts. So as we seek him with our heart, with our spirit, as we bow down to him, we let him speak because he is our king. Um, so really, my message today is that let's be like the wise men. Let's continue to seek him. Let's continue to worship him. Let's not, let's not be 
like the scribes and Pharisees, but we just know the word but don't apply it. Let's not be like Herod's, where we're hostile to him and where we see him as a rival, because he's not our rival, he is our king. We will seek him and we will find him. Praise him. Amen. That's it, guys. Go for it. Yeah, so as I mentioned before, this is, um, you can, there's a pretense here. He doesn't really want to worship him because you see his heart later on in the later verse where he says he wants to get, he kills all like, the young children. So he's lying. And you know my, you know my prayer. Go. The wise men were so almost elated that they had this this like honor to go find Jesus. Mm. They didn't even think about Herod's history. That's mm. the threats. Mm. Yeah, they completely would not even didn't even think about. It. They thought, oh, we're gonna see it. Like they were like, yeah, all right, we'll be back. <laughs> Uh, and they're saying to the king of the Jews, who but the Romans set in place, we're looking for the king of the Jews. Oh. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, oh, can you, know, <laughs> can you tell us who the king is, please? King. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And, my, and, and the prayer that I have actually here is that the Lord will speak to us and give us a sermon. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? In terms of the wise men, the Lord spoke to him through a dream, don't go back to Herod. So I'm praying that the Lord will speak to us through dreams, through visions, through the sermon in terms of when we should turn right, when we should go left. Because they, because these guys didn't know, they didn't know if Herod was lying or not, but the Spirit was able to reveal it to them. So I pray they will have that spirit of the sermon to know when to go left and right.